Hey, everybody out there in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. We're going to talk a little bit today about resistance, you know, having too much or too little resistance or reservation and um, things, the words like that, like chivalry, um, knighthood, um, truthful, integrity, good things, positive things. And we're going to try to apply those in our life in a way that we can make changes in our life or we can explain it in a way to help somebody else in in their journey and their walk with God in this life. I love y'all and please share these podcasts with somebody, somebody out there that's your friend on your Facebook, just share it out on your page. And I really appreciate my sponsors out there. We gained another sponsor this month and I appreciate him and God bless you all. Hey everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. Well, we are still in winter, January 23rd, the year 2023 of our Lord Jesus Christ. And aren't you excited about the times we are in? Well, you can either look at it a couple ways. You can look at it in a negative sense or a positive sense. And sometimes when you're going through trials, it is negative and you are going to have that negative view. And then there's going to be times that you're going to go through a positive situation and you're going to be overzealous. Now, both are spectrums, you know, both have a spectrum there. You're going way too far to one way and way too far to the other way. And the excess of something, even Proverbs lets us know, you know, too much of something can be bad. You know, even that honey, it warns us about honey. Having too much honey, it will make you want to vomit. And I've been there and I've heard stories of other preachers that's talked about hearing uh, sermons about milk and honey. So they go home and try it out as a young minister thinking, oh, I'm going to try this out. How, how bad can it be? And they mix a cup of honey and milk together and drink it down. And wow, that's pretty good. I'm going to have me another one and drink it down. And after a couple of them, you start having this weird taste and sensation. It's almost like you want to like get rid of the stuff that you're drinking. It's like something's not right in your stomach and in your throat area. And the more you drink, the more you're going to want to vomit that. And that's a great representation of having too much of something. And I know people say, oh, you can't have too much money. Oh, you can't have too much love. Oh, you can't have too much of this. But yes, mister, and yes, ma'am, there is problems with having too much of something when you're unbalanced. And I put the preface of being balanced on there because there's other things that go along with it. You know, too many times we cut things out, for examples, And we don't put things in context in a way that people can grasp it. And we set people up for failure or we set people up for favoritism. You know, sometimes you can give favoritism to people by the way you talk and you allow them to know, hey, I'm on your side. I'm going to let you let you know that whatever you do here, I'm going to be okay with it. And, you know, we're okay with it. And then when that negative person comes along, you can be over negative to somebody. You ever walk in the store or you're walking, you know, you're just walking in public and that person walks up to you that just seems kind of strange to you and what you believe is strange. Everybody's got a pattern of what that strange creep is or that strange lady is. Everybody's got a visual of that in your head. Either you were painted it as a kid with a cartoon or a teacher put it in your head how, you know, what to look out for or a parent did. But there's a visual there. 
And sometimes we carry that into a lot of relationships and a lot of conversations. And we try to stamp that on the situation and we mess it all up. Because every situation is not like that. As I'm getting older, I'm trying to unlearn a lot of things that I have learned that I thought was good knowledge. And I found out that it wasn't good knowledge. It was like traditional. It was fables. It was hand downs. And that's not going to lead you nowhere. You want absolute truth. And the best way to find absolute truth is dig for yourself out of the word of God. The Bible is full of it. And it's real easy. It's simple. All you have to do is have the ability to read, spend some time meditating on it, and praying to God. Those are the only things that uh, God requires for you to actually gain knowledge. And the real good knowledge, not worldly knowledge, but spiritual knowledge. Everybody has that ability. I don't know what it is, if it's fear, reservation. You know, too much reservation is very bad, folks. For example, I'll give you a great example. You're in a woods, you're being chased by a bear. You come to a cliff, and at the bottom of the cliff there's a river, and you just know that if you jump, you're going to survive, but the chances of, oh, it's going to be so bad. And this bear is coming. It's rearing through this, roaring through this woods, just tearing up trees and uprooting them and just coming, just snarling. And you have a choice now, and you have very limited time to make this choice. You can think about this in your head, folks, as I'm giving you this visual. What are you going to do? You're going to fight the bear that's rushing at you with these snarling and its adrenaline is at full peak? Or are you going to jump where you're going to hear peace for a while until you hear that breaking of the water and a splash follows? What is your choice? Now, the premise of our conversation is reservation do you think reservation is a good thing to have in this situation i would dare say no folks sitting there thinking with your little thinking cap saying hmm what should i do the chances of the bear eating me at this time at this speed is blah 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 and the chances of me falling is blah 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 and you're figuring all these numbers out what do you do you got to act sometimes you got to act folks that's what i'm trying to say there's a method to my madness Sometimes you're going to have to pull that metaphoric trigger. trigger. I've had to do it many times in my life. It's very scary. It's a very alone feeling. And a lot of times you're not going to be popular after you do it. It might not be a good thing and it might be a positive thing. You might be helping somebody. You know, I've done it before. There was a time, um, I remember when I was a kid. I can't remember how old I was. Probably 11, 12 years old. And we lived in Clare, Michigan. And as we lived there, we'd walk down to this little place that was called Shamrock, and we would fish at this dam. And it was a pretty cool place to fish. We'd take our bikes down there. Me and my brother and my sister would come down there, and my dad was always taking us down there. But we didn't live too far, just a few blocks away. And one time we were going down through there in the summer. Sometimes people would swim down there, but a lot, some of the crazies would run down the dam and jump and dive in. And I think I was among those crazies at one time and a few other people I knew. And at this particular time, I was really young at this time. This is before I did any of that stuff. This is when I was just walking down fishing with my family and going home. There was this young lady in the middle of this dam yelling for help. She wasn't much older than me, but I don't know if she was swimming there with her brother or something. When she fell in, got too close to the dam and fell in, something happened where she fell in and she was drowning. She didn't know how to swim and the water was pulling her down. I didn't think. I just jumped in. 
I didn't think about the safety of myself. I didn't think about nothing else. I didn't think of the fact that I'm not that great a swimmer. I'm just a little boy myself, 11 years old, I think. And I wasn't that strong, but I just knew that this person needed help. And if I didn't help him or her, there's absolute death or problems there. Now, if I jump in there, I lessen that ability for her to die a lot more. And so I took the chance. I figured I would take the chance. If I didn't help her, I could at least try to save myself if it got too bad. But I jumped in anyways. That was where reservation didn't exist. I didn't reserve and think about nothing. I just acted. And I grabbed this person and I just almost bear hugged her. And I just carried her as I was pushing with one arm with my legs and stuff. Just swimming the rest of the way back to get us back to shore. Against the dam, the currents that was in there, the pole, the undertow. And it was dark and it was kind of, it was just kind of chilly you know wasn't a fun place to be but yes what am I talking about reservation now reservations a good thing too sometimes you got to be able to know when to apply it and when to release the brake you got to know when to do that and the problem is, is not many of us know this and that's why we, it takes practice and sometimes practice comes in the form of a trial a test pain suffering because those are things that either are the outcome of a bad choice or even a good choice there's times i made really good choices in life and within a couple of years the outcome would be so much pain and sorrow and grief that you wish you never did it even though it was all the positive and right situations you did everything right and you did everything you could but the end of that was grief and sorrow and pain. And then there was other times I'd done bad things that I deserved the, the pain that came along with it or the losing of a job or whatever came across after the, the bad choice. So that's what I'm saying, folks. So the last conversation we had was in discernment and I titled it the warrior's discernment or a discernment of a warrior. And I want to kind of not tie this to it so it's part two or nothing but i just kind of like to say something about that so it kind of ties in a kind of i like to do that for you a warrior a warrior when i think of a warrior i think of somebody like even though it was a fake one rocky rocky balboa it's the great concept of it if you watch all the different and i know it isn't real but we can i can assure you i can give you enough real boxers and real boxer stories that will fit. But the reason why I'm choosing Rocky is it's a, just a beautiful way of putting them all together in a poetic way that you can understand. And that's why I chose it. And I'm choosing that that way because it's really, it's a good way of looking at it. And that's what we think of. Just like when we think of champion, the word champion. That's a pure word almost. Like there's certain words that when you think of it, it's a pure word. It's not this mixing of what society thinks is this type of person or this type of person today or how these guys can compete and how they these persons can compete when you think of those words like champion that's a pure word somebody that deserved it earned it worked hard was up early and up late to achieve what they were looking for in their heart the goal in an honest pure way i can't stress that enough folks honesty and integrity these are things I've been thrown in my ministry. I have insulting and peppering my ministry. The words that I speak a lot with these words on purpose because I want this generation to have that. I want to, I see a generation that can have purity 
integrity, and they can have class and bring back some class and some chivalry. Come on, folks. We can do this. Those extra things are like beautification of a cake. You know, you get that birthday cake that's just plain. That's that's cool, yeah. You throw a candle in it. Yeah, that's cool. But when somebody puts icing on it and then they top it off with all these decorations and they, you see the things that they can do with cakes nowadays, doesn't it make you just smile or make you feel good? Or even the taste buds just love it, all the extra flavor that's put in that extra f- icing on the top and the decorations that you get to have. So there's a place for icing, just like in conversation, just like in friendships. Not against that. A warrior, though, is pure. And discernment. You know, discernment can become... I believe it's it's two types of discernment. There's carnal discernment, which is fleshly, earthly, sensual, devilish, I think. These ain't the words of the Bible. I believe there's the, the earthly, worldly discernment. And then there's the spiritual, heavenly Holy Spirit discernment. I believe you can intertwine them sometimes. I believe that you can speak out of one or speak out of the other. I believe the gift of God is amazing and it kind of overshadows everything and it's 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 got an extra power to it, an extra layer, especially when God is in full use and using you. It's it's one of the most beautiful things that you can see when a man is being used by God and it's his capacity as a minister and God is using that person and uh, actually reaching souls and doing marvelous things to that person with the word of God, it's it's amazing. Same with the woman, when God uses a woman. I've seen it many times. But there's two types of discernment, I believe. And we're talking about a warrior's discernment, so somebody that's got chivalry and the ability to discern. Now, to navigate this earth, it takes discernment too. And if you look at people, everybody gets it. Like, the way they fit into society. The, you know, there's only... I've always heard that there's a fight or, fight or flight mentality that usually out of the out, is the outcome of some kind of situation. Like, whatever the situation is, there's usually one of the... Well, you're going to do one of the three things. Fight, flight, or just stand there. So, most of the time, just standing there, you're going to have to do something by the time um, the interaction of whatever you're fearing or whatever's coming at you is going to happen. And you're going to have to make a choice then. Either you're going to wrap up in a ball and take the abuse, and, and you're going to pretty much run, or are you going to fight? You're going to give it your all and you're going to fight back. You're going to put resistance up. And the Bible tells us if we resist the devil, if we resist the devil and yield ourselves to God, he gives us the victory. He'll give you the victory in that situation. You got to resist the devil and you got to yield yourself to God and Satan's going to flee. He's going to run from you because he knows, "Uh uh-oh, something's going to happen now. I messed with the wrong person. This person didn't react to other emotions and feelings. And now I'm preaching to myself, David Lee Randolph II, because this is one of my vices also, folks. I'm still working on it just like you. We're all working on this together. We're all in the same boat. I'm not any better than anybody out there. I'm actually lesser and lower 
and I have no problem with that. And I still know that God uses me, even though I'm the least of all of us. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd rather him be the greatest, you know. And I love all of you guys out there. I'll stop it there. The Warriors Discernment. Maybe we'll tie some more in and I'll add a few more points for that. And I'll talk about the knight um, chivalry. Um, I really love the picture of the knight, the image of the knight, especially when a man is coming to God. And that's how I pictured myself as I was coming to God. And... I'll talk about that maybe next time. And I don't want this to be much longer. We're already at 15 minutes. You guys know I like to keep it to where it's palatable for everybody. So I love you all and God bless. Hey, have you ever heard of MyPillow? I'm sure you have. It's on all the commercials that you can see on TV. Well, I'm a user of MyPillow. I used to have migraines, real bad neck aches, but MyPillow helped me in such a way that I don't get migraines and I have to use MyPillow every time I go to bed. I even take it when I go on a trip. My wife and I have to have our pillows, the MyPillow with us wherever we go. You can get the MyPillow too by going to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a Christian. He's a good man. And he produced a very good product. I am advertising MyPillow for free for him. And if I were you, I would buy a MyPillow. I'm doing it because I know it works. It's a great product. And it'll be a great blessing to you and to whoever you buy it from. God bless and go to MyPillow.com and order MyPillow or wherever you go and you see a MyPillow, buy the MyPillow and watch. You will be blessed.